With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Start and end your day with the good news. The good news with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin and friends with the good news. Oh, welcome to the good news. Well, producer Moose had the best idea. Imagine that. He always has good ideas. Yes, and he <laughs> said... He said, you got to get Trisha Lott Williford in with um, uh, Michelle, Ron, and they'll be the perfect teammates. So we tried it out last week, and it was fabulous. Oh, we had a great time. Sure enough. Yep. He knows what it? he speaks of. Yeah. Well, and it's so cool to get different generations. You know, you've oh, got definitely. young kids. Um, yeah. I've got young kids, and Michelle's the grandmother, and I love getting that kind of knowledge and wisdom from the different generations. We all and- need to be around different generations. Every, I don't care how old you are or how young you are. We must be around all generations. Some of my favorite friends are in their 70s, too. Two of my favorite friends are in their 70s, and it's it's so fun. I feel You're wonderful, Michelle, by the way. Oh, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) Present company included. Thank you. I feel like the richest relationships in my life are the intergenerational ones, for sure. I love it. I I love the wisdom that she gives me. Okay, so speaking of which, we're going to share some of Michelle's wisdom. Michelle Ron is a speaker, and she is one of the speakers on our October 3rd women's event. We would love to have you there. They're my favorite ladies, the ladies I turn to in times of need and they're all going to be speaking there's six women go to my website angie austin radio click on upcoming events and uh, i'll be speaking about um victor rather than victim you don't want to be a victim in life all right it's kind of a kid friendly uh very kid oriented show michelle was a uh, teacher and she teaches on discipline and we meant to get to that topic last week and we got so carried away we didn't get to talk a lot about it and it's an excellent topic so michelle will share that in a little bit i have a story about kids and foster care and this beautiful thing they're doing. And then Trisha Lott Williford, mother of two, um, we're going to then uh, talk to a precious child in the seg- second segment. And they're a beautiful organization. And I just love to share these stories where people are making a difference. And it was a mom, Karina started collecting clothes in her garage because she knew there was a need for school kids that weren't dressed appropriately. And now they've, um, you know, clothed over 100,000 kids. Wow. How does that happen? Is that local? Yes. Wow. Good yeah, to know. Yeah. And schools, That's underprivileged amazing. schools even have boutiques now Michelle Ron as a teacher you know kids would come with holes or inappropriate clothes not a warm enough jacket and they have boutiques now of gently used really nice clothing and the kids can go right to the classroom the boutique in the school and they can pick out outfits and I will tell you that every good teacher has a has a basket of clothes for kids oh I mean I can name at least 25 that had that where you kept because there are so many kids that did not have that was a hundred years ago when I was teaching, so I'm sure that it's a much need now too. Wow, that's interesting that you guys. Is that kept all closed. districts? Um, it, it's based in um, it's based in uh, Broomfield. Okay. However, they serve kids from all over, and you can go shopping there three times that's a year. Great. They have to a know. personal shopper to walk the kids wow. through and help them put together outfits, and they get uh, um, several complete outfits to wear that's to school. Fabulous. That's beautiful. Is that kind yeah. of like really that dress is. for success for? Yes, but this is yeah dress for. 
for success for, for women kids. looking for work. This but is for kids, kids is who want to so not be bullied at school because they have so holes in important. their jeans or they've got their sister's backpack. Right. You know, wow. a little boy with a girl's backpack. They're right. going to get picked on. So it's beautiful. So you'll hear more about them in the second segment. Oh, so I, I wanted it. to start. And uh, but by the way, Tricia, tell us a little bit about your blog because you've gained mm-hmm. a lot of uh, readers through your blog, losing your husband at such a young age, being a widow at the age of 31. Your blog kind of caught on fire. It sure did. Yes. I started blogging about seven years ago and I had transitioned from being a teacher actually to being a stay-at-home mom and I was bored. I missed being in the classroom. I missed I missed the fun and the exciting parts of my day. I really just felt like it turns out I really wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, but then once I got there, it turned out I wasn't very good at it, actually. I did not love it. So I started blogging because it just gave me kind of this outlet during my day. I would put the boys down for a nap, and then I would sit down and write for a little while. And so I had just maybe about 50, 100 people who would read my stuff every day. Well, um, and I called it, it was called Teaching Tuck and Tie, and it was the many Mm -hmm. some things on my mind. And so, but then when my husband died so tragically and so suddenly, he was just sick for 12 hours. They Mm. thought that he had the flu, um, but he had this infection in his bloodstream that attacked his heart and his lungs. And so he was 35 and healthy and then very suddenly gone. And so my blog went from being this kind of a mommy blog to being this raw, honest widow's blog. And I didn't write um, to exploit the story. I wrote because I had been writing all along. Sure. I had always been writing about... And I had always been writing about the many somethings on my mind. And now I had this great big something on my mind. And so I continued writing about that. And the blog went viral. And it's now been to five different continents, as far as I know. And people continue to sign on every day to see what I love it. What I have to say, which is so gracious and kind of them. So that's the story. And producer Moose loves her. Oh, a Michelle Ron raised her hand. <laughs> uh, Michelle, go ahead. You can ask a question. For my generation, because I always get so confused on blogging, mm-hmm. Tricia. So how does my generation get into your blog well I mean literally this to me and I know blogging is where you're writing your ideas and so forth but I don't know how I don't you know how to so get on you are so stinking cute to admit that you don't know how to oh, get onto a blog I'm not I alone okay. you can just I am google not her alone. name if you want oh, there. Okay. you can google my name that's and fabulous a blog is, fabulous. is just a website it's I'm sorry, just, say that again. It's, it's just a website. Just, just a, website. a website. So okay. you can Google my name or you can go directly to the it. site. It's trishalotwilliford.com. L-O-T-T. Yes. All right. Trish, oh, See, there we I go. I just did Trisha it. I Google Lott. it. Perfect. It that Google, we can understand. Yes. Uh, that's yes. perfect. And so you can, you can even find me right talk out there. into Google. You can even say, Google, take me to Trisha Lott Williford's uh, website. Oh, like, I don't think I know how to do that. Google that. we know her. <laughs> that's great. Thank well, you. Yeah. I love it that Thank she you. said, I can't believe I said that on the radio because she blogged about being with us last week. I did. And what's funny is, it was funny what you said, but I love your honesty because you said, quote, Angie, quote, you know, Angie, I found that when I meet a kid who is easy to raise, I usually don't like him very much. Oh, that's <laughs> not what I meant. And all of a sudden it was out there. And so what I wanted to say, what I meant to say was kids who had these spunky, difficult, vibrant, hard to rein in personalities turn out to be these terrific, awesome kids who are great leaders. And we have to learn to channel that. Yeah. But instead, what, I, what came out was when I meet kids who are easy to raise, I don't like them. And that's not true, but it and just came out, and there it was, and there was perfect. no deleting it. I will tell you that as a teacher, we kind of have in our mind, there are kind of generally three 
types of kids Ooh, sitting in front this. of us. What are the they three always, types? Sometimes and the never. Okay. So the always kid is the one who's always raising his hand, you know, ready to answer. You hit the eyes are tracking you. You know, they're just great. The sometimes kid is says sometimes <laughs> they're with you, sometimes you're not. Sometimes <laughs> when you walk out of the building, you think, oh man, I've turned the corner with this kid. And the next morning you walk in and you're two st- two things. And the never kid, and I I do have a point of saying this. The this never funny. kid is the one who's never with you. You know, who's never and you and you know that, so you have to plan accordingly. But my point is, oh my goodness, as a music funny. teacher, and I taught music and drama, as a uh, that kind of creative teacher, I always tell my classroom teachers, your never kids are my kids that will be my best ones in my musicals. They'll be my best because they have an audience. They they are creative. They don't know how to stand still. It's not in their genes. Okay, thank you so much because they people have different gifts. And there was a girl Absolutely. in here just yesterday that I interviewed who has was not diagnosed with Asperger's until she was 29. And mm. she said, Angie, I was so good at reading and speaking. Why couldn't they ever focus on that? Sure. They only focused on the things that I was couldn't not do. good in. Right. Can we put, she said, I wish in schools they would really, um, you know, look at the things you're good at and really, you know, feed that and water that and cultivate right. that like you did in your music class. Well, your never kids are my always kids in music. They, they generally, because they're creative. That's yeah. why it was so sad 100 years ago when California got rid of music. Mm. Um, you know, and when did the gang, in my opinion, in my opinion, when did gangs start? Because those are the never kids. They had to have a I'm venue. quoting you on this, they, that the gang oh, started gosh, in don't, East LA oh. when we got rid of music class. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was a huge deal. I think it was Amendment 13 or I. Oh, well, that, it is oh, a please huge don't deal. You know, as someone who loves music, <laughs> but it's like your lifeblood. You know, it is their lifeblood. Makes you tick. And you. And what do kids it. listen to? They listen to music. Their whole life, we will listen to music, and and we have to recognize that creative. In defense of teachers, though, honestly, we 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 are so limited with time on. Oh, what we can get to that so many times we do have to deal 80% of our time goes to 20% of the kids, though the never kids mm-hmm. who are in trouble. We have to address them. So sometimes that always kid doesn't even get my attention during the whole day. It's because of time. All right. And- I might save, you guys are coming back tomorrow, so I might save my good news story for tomorrow because we have 10 minutes left in our oh, segment okay. before the precious child people come. And I want to talk about this whole discipline thing because when Trisha told me the other day, I wanted her to come to the Women's Conference because we might want her to speak. And if you're just joining us, Michelle Ron, speaker, Trisha Lott Williford, author, blogger, speaker. Um, she said, Angie, I don't know if I can come. And I'm like, Trisha, it's so important for you to come to the conference because <laughs> you have to meet the ladies because if we're considering you as a, as a speaker next year, you have to know them and meet them. And then it dawned on me. All the things that I have to do which make my life complicated, Trisha has to do alone. Right. And that means... Baseball, I'm going to cry. Baseball, homework, <laughs> swim team, homework. Again, homework, you know, is so hard at our house. And we divide it up between yeah. me, grandma, and sometimes my husband. All three kids get their own personal tutor during homework on many nights. And if it's not my, my husband, it's two of us. And then I thought, here you are pressuring Trisha to come to an event. Not in a mean way, but like, come on, Trisha, I really want you there. <laughs> and then I realized everything I do, she doesn't have grand-grand living with her like I do. She doesn't have Charlene the nanny who still comes twice a month because she's like a grandma and makes my kids pancakes and uh, bacon. Her husband is not there. She is doing everything I do with a team, oftentimes alone. That and then I true. went, whoa, single moms, I so admire you. Right. Oh, thank you. It's a 92-hour-a-day job. It is. It has so to be. It really is so hard. 
It's just unspeakably honest, hard. I think my job is hard. So how do? Because in a way, I would think sometimes like, I you were robbed. Like I'm sure there's some oh, days you're like, where is my husband cry, when? Andy, where is Austin? my husband when I want my boys to learn such and such? Oh, where yeah. is my husband? Like why God? Why do I have to teach him about? Like the other day, my son needed that. He said I need a cup for baseball, and I'm like, I already got your water bottle. And he said, No, it's <laughs> the kind that, that it's kind illegal. Mom. It's illegal not to wear them for baseball. And I went, Oh, that, that, that kind. Yes. I yeah. don't. I said that's Daddy's department. Mommy doesn't deal with any cups. Yes, as Daddy. Daddy takes you for that. <laughs> Dad took him shopping, but you're going to be doing all of the daddy stuff. Yeah, I sure am. You're absolutely right. And it's just so nonstop. It just doesn't go away. And they, um, yeah, it's, I, I so appreciate your, your graciousness in realizing that that is what it, that is what it is. And there's so many things pulling at me all the time all to the be time. both mm-hmm. mom and dad, as you said, 92 hours a day mm-hmm. to do all of this all the time really is intense. I've just needed to pick up a second job. Actually, my son had a major injury this summer. And so I'm now I'm foot. trying, right. He broke his foot at the beginning of summer and the insurance is not helping me as I thought they would. So I'm just, so so, not that we came here to feel sorry for me. No, we did. We're talking about reality. It's really intense. And so, one of the things that I've learned is that I have to say no to good things yes, because to I have things. to say yes to the best things. Which and are my your boys kids. are the best things. Absolutely. They're the best things. Be and very selective at what you do. Um, the, very occasionally do you miss something with them it has to be like the greatest thing ever for you to ever miss it's anything so true. with them you know? and honestly it has to be really um as much as i want to come to your event you're going to have so many great women there but who are my kids going to have if i don't go right. to their events that day right. there's only one person who right. can be their mom good point you have so many women to draw these from crystal ball events and i think it was diane sawyer that said there are crystal ball events in life and it was like my mm-hmm. um nephew um he had this really special party when he was young and like my son the crystal ball events it's a one-time deal and we hope with marriage that it is too like a wedding or some special like a your fourth grade my son's fourth grade play he's not going to have another fourth grade play when that crystal ball drops it's gone Mm -hmm. that event is over you never get that crystal ball event or opportunity back again it's not the rubber ball event of like a baseball game that they're going to have 50 of this year right okay so crystal ball events you cannot miss them because you will regret it for the rest of your life Mm, and I would love to piggyback on that I know there's lots of single moms in your position I also can think of people in my generation where even if they were married, they, it was like a single Oh, you're mom. right. Back in the day, the men Back didn't change day, diapers sometimes. My next door and... neighbor, when my girls were little, he re- he said it's not my job. Mm. I mean, and I'll never wow. forget that. My husband has been, oh my gosh, he's he was been involved. phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. I can't imagine living that. So I'm sure he's that He's also they're... tight with the purse strings, so he didn't want to pay a babysitter. So he <laughs> was going to learn to change. He was going to learn to change a diaper. <laughs> he did very well. But I bet that there's still some moms out there who are dealing with spouses who maybe they don't say that they're not going to do it, but who really don't help. And so it's that's an true. added thing onto that and, mom. and that's absolutely that's something I've become so aware of as a single mom is that there's so many kinds of single right. moms exactly there's yes. there's my kind and my mm-hmm. my situation is so tragic that it makes people want to help me right mm-hmm. and I'm thankful because I need it but other moms need it too and their situations whether it's divorce or whether it's they're fully married he's there but he's emotionally absent right. so she's having to do it all herself mm-hmm. there's lots of ways that that 
people become single parents. Yes, and there's it lots is, of ways. It is hard. And I have to say, I, I, read, I, I love that single parents, because you're, you're helping them with football. You're helping them with baseball. Like, I got a glove, yes. and I play catch with my son, because my husband works way too much. So I play catch with him, because I don't want him to fall behind the other kids. But I read the funniest story about these two sweet, tiny little Japanese girls, and okay. they wanted to play basketball. And they were the tiniest little people. Well, their 92-pound mother got a book on basketball and was out there <laughs> learning all about basketball. So these tiny little four foot eleven women were out there, and the mom she did everything. The girl's laughing now because she's grown. You know, she's laughing about how funny it was that her single mom learned all about you know Kareem Abdul-Jabbar back in the day and all you know the things about Resources. basketball and you know and that she's trying to teach it to her tiny little daughters. And of course, she never had a big basketball career, but it was funny to see this tiny little woman trying to teach them right. all about the sport you know and the things you'll do the things that you'll do when you realize you know what if I don't teach this to my child they're not going to learn this mm-hmm. right and so I am called constantly to step out of my comfort zone and to realize okay yes I'm gonna I'm gonna try this I'm gonna mm-hmm. give this a try you're gonna throw something at me and I'm gonna sure as everything try to catch it because right. and I'm I, I'm not good at it I'm mm-hmm. not good at it how old are your sons they're 10 and 8. And see, my kids, uh, 6, 8, and 10, and I know okay. how much, I mean, there's the breaking up of arguments. There's oh. the, oh, you know, he touched my spoon. That's my spoon. I, I even have now, this is, you're going to think I'm so sad. I have three different colors of spoons and bowls, forks, that's okay. and plates. Because I think I that's pretty smart, done. actually. Very much so. I am done. you got to yeah. do you, know. you got to do, and I, mean, I think I, that's I, good resource. And we all know which color they get, and there's no more arguing about, I want the fish one, or the this one, or the that one. So let's talk a little bit Michelle Ron and if you're just joining us Michelle Ron is a former teacher and so is Trisha Lott Williford and we're talking um, a little bit about discipline and one thing that I have to say that I've learned from you that's so important we've got about three minutes left so I want to touch on a couple of these points is consistency mm-hmm. and you right. said there's three types of, of parenting a, a, well of working with people yeah. I don't care if it's parents or kids but authoritarian permissive authoritative and authoritarian is it's my way or the highway there is no wiggle marine. room but what statistics show a kid that comes out of an authoritarian home it sometime will have resistance and rebellion a permissive permissive mean I want to be a kid's friend too you bet I do but yes. my job right now as a mom is to nurture and to develop and make them the best little citizen for Christ that I can possibly yes. do so if I have a kid that comes out of a permissive home somewhere down the line is chaos and disrespect mm-hmm. so therefore the one I want you to promote is the authoritative sounds a lot like the authoritarian but, but the outcome, choices the outcome is so different because you give the kid a choice and you honor it now you have to narrow those choices yes. down but you but the kid from day one has made a choice on his supposedly on his own do you want to wear the blue shirt or the red shirt do you want a half a glass of orange juice or a whole glass of orange juice you narrow it down to where that toddler has made a choice. If you don't teach choices today, by the time that kid is 16, he's going to make some incredible choices when you're not around. And I've told my mom time and time again, don't back yourself into a corner on issues that aren't important. Yeah. I don't care if she wears Choose the green battles. socks. Stop. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Stop pushing like the <laughs> green socks. Give her a choice. And what my mom does is she backs herself into a corner and she demands they do a certain thing. And then when they don't, she's just mad at them, but there are no repercussions. I said, right. mom, that's what happened right. with one of my brothers. Roy never had any consequences for her be- his behavior. So you have to be consistent and you have to follow through. 
If you say, if you if you, you walk out of the house no green socks, right. then you know there's going to be this price to pay. That price has to be paid. Mm-hmm. So don't back yourself into a corner and make ridiculous, you know, um, uh, threats that well, aren't going to be followed through. You're on. grounded for forty years. Yes. Yeah. Then, you yeah. have to. You have to plan ahead. Yes. And you you must know your child well enough to what's going to be realistic for them to follow through with or not. Also, you have to set that up before you're so in the situation. Know. Yes, so they you know. Can't just, you can't just spring it on them and this is the way it is. No, no, no. You have got to set up. If, if you respect them, they're going to respect you. All right, Michelle, Ron, your website, michellearon.com. That's it. All Ta-da. right, Trisha Lott Williford. com. Excellent. Well, you guys are back tomorrow. We have yay. so much to talk about. We always run out of I'm going to look up your blog. Oh, yay. Google it. You Excellent. can Google it. Our Precious Child is next. Stick around. I think you'll be so touched by what they do. There's so many good things that are happening in the world, and this is one you'll want to hear about next. Good, good, good. Music of inspirations, encouragement, and meditation is found here on 810 KLVZ. Hey, it's Angie. Do you have things you want to give away, but you know, you feel like, oh, it's too nice and I just want to give it away or it's too much of a hassle to bring it down to donate it? Well, guess what? I'm very good friends with the ARC organization. My friend Francis Owens is here and you'll come pick up our stuff for free. We will. I won't personally, <laughs> although I guess I could. Yes. I actually do some of that, but we would love anything you'd like to donate. Nice items, even if they're not quite so nice. Things sell. It's amazing. It's like you're always on a hunt. Please call 303 2 Jane, which is 303-238-5263. We'd love to come pick up anything you'd like to donate. Well, I have to tell you, we donate a lot because my husband refuses to let things hang around the house. And he used to just <laughs> aim for the trash. And now he knows no. we have an ARC box. Yep. And you know we've even brought a trailer load down. And that's before I knew that you would come pick up things for free. And if you want more information about shopping with a purpose, they have great items at ARC. All of the money stays locally to help the disabled community. Go to arcthrift.org. Do you ever feel like you're just searching for a church and you just can't find the right one? Well, I must have looked for about 10 years. I have to tell you, I've never been so excited to go to church. I feel that Pastor John Moreland, my pastor, that's you, John, um, has a real gift for teaching. And there's so much love in that church. And I've never felt more welcome. And I have to tell you, Pastor Moreland, I just, I, I love going to church now. I learn something every week, and, I, and I, I just feel so blessed by you. It makes me cry. Well, I'm humbled to hear you say that. Denver Christian Bible Church is about two things. One, we want to make genuine connections with people, and two, we want to genuinely connect those people to Jesus. Thursday night, we connect. You can go to dinner. You get to know people. And then on Sundays, I just feel like it's a time of getting together and learning, and I feel I'm always hugged. I've never been hugged so many times in my life by people who are really happy to see me there. And so I feel like I'm growing, but I also feel like I have a support system at Denver Christian Bible Church. So if people would like to come, how do they reach you, Pastor Moreland? Please go to our website. You can download our sermons for free and find out where we are, denverbible.org. Hi, I'm Angie Austin with the good news. I'm Angel Tessie with Experience Pros. All right, so we're radio hosts who want to make your life better. We have an excellent event coming up. If you're feeling low, you're feeling blue, you've had a difficult past, you're depressed, whatever it may be, we have an event coming up called Real Women, Real Issues, Real Solutions. And Angel, you are going to talk about your family life. Absolutely. A tough time that my husband and I went through several years ago, how we managed to get through that and actually come out as a healthier husband and wife couple. And I am so excited to share this story for the first time 
at Real Women. And I'm really excited to talk about overcoming the past. And I've lost family members to drug addiction, murder, etc. And I want people to know how they can become a victor in life and not a victim uh, to forgive and get over the past and the steps that you can take in your own life to achieve your goals and get the life that you really want. The Lord wants that for us. So we'd love for you to come. It's October 3rd. It's in Highlands Ranch at the Jubilee Church. Are you excited, Angel? I am so excited. Ladies last year said it was life-changing, so please come join us. AngieAustinRadio.com. Click on events. You heard it in church. Now you have it here on 810 KLVZ. And yes, it's all right to sing along. Welcome back to the good news. Well, the good news is there's so many great things going on in our community. And having grown up in Colorado, went off to L.A. and covered hard news and TV. And a lot of that was very depressing. Then came back here and was in TV news some more. But I thought, you know what? With the good news, I want to focus on all the wonderful things happening happening in our community. You know, things that maybe you don't even hear about or that don't get the kind of attention on the news that they should. Um, and one of the organizations that I absolutely love is called A Precious Child. And I want to start a little bit, Lysandra Gonzalez, Deputy Executive Director. We're going to get to um, your guest, who is a volunteer, and also uh, Bethany, who's here with you from A Precious Child. I love the story of how you started because I think that many of us have a passion and there's certain things that really make our hearts sing, but we're like, we don't think we have the talent, the skills, the education or the money to make it happen. And sometimes we can make something happen just because we have a passion for it and we can touch a lot of lives without being a multimillionaire, without being a Bill Gates. And that's exactly what happened. Our founder and CEO, Karina Martin, went out and saw that there was a need in the community. And talking with individuals, she realized that there were children all over the world who were in great need to have things, clothing, food, whatever it might be. And then she decided to do some research and find out what she could do to make a difference. And in her kind of talking with folks throughout the community, she realized that that need that exists in other parts of the world is sometimes even very rampant here in our own local community. Yeah, I'm surprised, by the way, you know, because we're kind of insulated in certain parts of Denver. It's really not that bad. Um, just last week, we were at a, um, an emergency homeless shelter, and we volunteer as a family, so my kids got to meet other kids who were it, just last week, you know, sleeping under a bridge. And that to them, they're like, well, how can that happen here in our country, like mm-hmm. with their, what we have here to offer people? And I think that, and then another public school teacher told me, and one of the school districts near Denver, and it's not in Denver, that one out of four families um, is homeless mm-hmm. in terms of the children. So if you're homeless... Or you're just, you know, struggling. You're not going to have the adequate clothing for your kids to go to school. And so a kid coming to school in a pair of sandals when it's snowing, what do, you, what do the teachers do with that? And exactly. that's where you guys come in. Well, absolutely. So Karina, in talking with different community partners, realized that the need was so huge here. What was happening is other groups like the fire department or hospitals or churches were trying to fulfill the need themselves. Even though they had their own missions, they were holding coat drives or clothing drives or backpack and school supply drives. And Karina realized that she could impact and support not just those organizations so they could focus on their own missions better clearly, but also to make a direct uh, direct impact difference in those lives of those children and families. So she created a precious child in her garage. Isn't that crazy? Yes. She started just stacking up clothes. She did. She went out, got the word out to her friends, family, neighbors, et cetera, and said, hey, we need kids' clothing. We need things that kids 
basic things that we take for granted for our own children so that they could have the appropriate attire and school supplies, et cetera, to go to school. Because what happens is if a child goes to school, as you said, with sandals on in the wintertime, they may be sent home or maybe they don't even go to school. And or what they is can't that go doing? go out for recess. Exactly. Well, right, first they skip and foremost, school that day because you're talking, they've got their sister's pink sandals yes. and they're too embarrassed to go. You're talking about uh, truancy because it's harder for kids to get to school when they don't have the things that they need. It's harder for them to be less engaged. And you know what? It also puts a social stigma on them. Absolutely. We all know how tough school is yeah, already. Yeah, like teased because you don't have nice how clothing or adequate clothing. Concentrate and focus on school when the social aspect of it is so challenging for you. And the only backpack maybe you have is your sister's and exactly. your little boy. Um, you know, one thing I do have to say as a parent, I, I really like that they've done. Remember in the old school days, you'd bring your own crayons mm-hmm. and that was it. And if you had the big package, you were really cool. Right. And the little package was like, oh, you just have 12 crayons. How sad for you. <laughs> Now they have a huge list for us. Mm-hmm. And so the parents that can afford to, I think we really do fulfill the needs of the other kids because all the school supplies get dumped in one big bin. So all the crayons are in one bin, all the markers in the other, and they all go in the middle of a table. So if a child can't afford the school supplies, they still get them and no one knows. I love that. But yes. not every school district necessarily works like ours. And when it comes to clothes, you can't exactly tell all the parents to bring five pairs of jeans and they're going to be shared sure. with whoever, whichever kid needs them. So let's go ahead and talk a little bit um, with, um, you want to introduce Leon, one of your volunteers? Sure. Well, one of the reasons A Precious Child is so successful is that we have a caring community that vote our volunteers. They step up to the plate and do what they have to to help make our organization successful. And Leon is a gentleman who came to our organization, and he'll tell you how he made his way to us, but really has fallen in love with our mission. And He volunteers in a way that you wouldn't realize how impactful it is unless you're our organization and see it from a day-to-day basis. And by the way, I've heard people say things like, well, I would just break my heart to work with Mm -hmm. kids who are in need or to any way, I would would feel so bad. Well, if if you don't have the heart for working with the kids hands on, uh, which by the way, whenever I work with kids that are in need, it's not sad. They're still filled with joy. Sure. They just appreciate the extra love you're giving them. Right. So it's not sad. Well, we you have... can you can bring a lot of joy, but we, you can work in other oh. arenas. You don't have to always work hands-on with we the kids have... per se many, many, many different ways for folks to volunteer with our organization. I think Leon really is a great example of how any individual can find a way to connect with our program. Um, Leon came through us by way of disability program, and he'll talk about that. Workman's um Workman's Cop. Workman's yeah. Cop. Hey, Sorry. Leon. <laughs> well, and I think that you're an example, too, of maybe you came into this um, accidentally, per se. Accidentally. Um, and then you found a passion. And I think that one thing we really try to promote on the good news is what's your passion? What makes your heart sing? And uh, that, that your passion can change the world. Mm-hmm. And look at how Karina's idea in the garage, how big it is now. How many kids did you clothe last year? Last year we served... Um, and it's more than once, by the way. The kids come in three times a year to get clothes. And so they're going to get the numbers. They're looking at all their stats right now. So, Leon, you talk about um, – you talk about – you. so you, you're volunteering. Right. So I came in, and I had gotten in a car accident, and I was working at the time, and I had a really bad problem with my back. So the precious child put me as, like, their phone ambassador – Answering the phone. Are you the one that I get when I call in? You are. I'm the okay, guy. Okay, I have to say, I love him. Did, haven't I left on my message to you before? I'm like, that guy that answers the phone, he is so on the ball. I've called two or three times. And not only do you put me through to voicemail, you take a handwritten message just in case. Right. And you're like, I'll get it to her too. Right. So we'll, we'll get it both ways. Right. And you care so much. 
I do. I and I You're awesome. I'm, I'm like one to of those steal people. That, <laughs> I I think life should be about paying it forward. I've always paid it forward in my life and uh, have the luxury of being a basically assigned to a precious child so to speak and just all of the people that come through that place that help. Yeah. I mean, the few paid employees, they're all like above and beyond special. But then when you see these people that are high school kids, college kids, people that come from different jobs and volunteer for the day, and then retired people, and everybody is like, you know, they're all so caring. And they're all paying it forward. And it's like, it's like, it's just beyond the most special place you'll ever go. Wow, so this is different than your other kind of work. This ended up being a passion of yours, and you didn't even know it when they put you in there. Right, because I have, um, I have a couple of businesses, and we pay it forward. That's our big thing. I mean, I think that, you know, money's money, but in life, you only need so much money. And then there's a point where you should always think about paying it forward. And, and Karina and all the girls and everybody that works are just like, I tell everybody, you just can't believe. you got to go there sometime. My daughter, actually, a place where she worked, they came and volunteered all of the employees one day. And she's like, Dad, I can't believe how much these people do and how much they care and because you know you tell somebody it's a store and they have all this stuff and people are like what and i tell them yeah it's like going into walmart or jc penny's only it's like all these people get this stuff for free and they walk out of there with like grocery bags full of stuff and you know you look at these families and it's like you know they need it and somebody gives it to them somebody's out there helping out i i met homeless family just recently and uh, my kids are the same age and uh i just kept thinking like Gosh, clothing, you know, when you're homeless, how do you how do you get clothing? I mean, you, right. you can't even, you can barely get through the day. And it's really complicated, like taking, this particular mom was taking public bus uh, buses to her kid's school and they don't have a car and she's having trouble working and they were in an emergency shelter. And it just, you know, you can't even wrap your head around it. When you said that they come in and it's like a store, I've talked to some of the um, people who shop there, and they said they're treated so well with such dignity when they come in to get free clothing for themselves and their children. And then I'm a, I'm a teenager's mom. She said their daughter had been picked on because her clothing was, you know, not very nice. And now that she's been able to go to a precious child and pick out, you know, these beautiful outfits and they have someone to help you, um, that her daughter, that actually they've been saying, wow, your outfits are so cute. Right. And so now rather than being bullied, she's getting complimented on her style now. So they can have pride in the way they look and what kids shouldn't have that pride just because we, you know, I grew up poor. Is that our fault? I mean, why should we have to be treated any differently by our, you know, um, classmates just because we don't have as much money? Yeah. And you see those kids, you see it in their eyes, you know, and the girls up front. I mean, when the, from the time they come in the front door, I mean, everybody in the place is like, they're special people and they take care of those kids. Kids come in and, you know, if they, and they've got girls that speak Spanish and they, you know, they talk to them, they get oh, down on the so floor cool. and play with them, and it's amazing just how well, and, you know, they take them to the store, and they go over everything, and they help them, and they check them out, and they help them take their bags out to the car. I mean, it's just like... Well, you your know, heart has been touched, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. I'm like, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful place. You know, and it's one of those places that you just wish that 
everybody in Denver knew about it. I know. So no, I feel the same could way. Come and help. I'm trying. They know I'm trying to work with them because I want to do a campaign where more people know about them. So we're working right. on that behind the scenes. Yep. Okay, so because they're one of my favorite charities, I've got like five favorite charities in Denver. And don't get me wrong, there's hundreds here, but a couple that have really touched my heart over the three years of me doing the good news that are extra special to me. Um, and again, different things make our hearts sing. And um, you are an example because it's so funny, Leon, that I know who you are from your voice just from calling there two, three, four times in the last couple of months, I knew exactly who you were. And I left one of you girls a message saying, that guy on the phone, by the way, is amazing. And I don't know who you are when I call. So how funny that I thought you were special. Here's what you are. Today I learned from one of my mentors that there are different types of commodities. He said coffee beans, they're like five cents, right? And coffee, then you give the service if you give the coffee. It's another commodity, the good service. He said, but one thing I think we overlook and that you're a prime example of is the experience and that we have the opportunity every day to wake up and choose to be extraordinary. And now I'm going to cry just talking about you because I think you're so awesome. That when I call there, you made my experience special and that I remembered you because you made a difference because you were extra special because you cared and you're like, hold on, I'll try to find her I think she left. Let me take a note. Let me write this down. And I'll put you through the voicemail. And I'm like, dude, you are covering all the bases. So you made my experience of calling a precious child. Like I felt special when I called. So you're that extra commodity of making the experience great. Like I try to do when people come into my studio, I don't want them to feel like just an interview. I want them to know that I have a heart for their story. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that, but I do. I mean, it's like, you know, when I walked in there, you know, not knowing that the place even existed, you know, and then, you know, now I've been there about six months and it's like, you know, at some point, of course, I'll have to go back to my real job, <laughs> you know, but it'll be like one of those things. If I can find a way, I'll come back. So it's life changing for you. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Look at you all smiling, Lysandra. This is what it's all about, huh? It is. I think that as an organization that helps make a difference in the lives of children and families in need, it's also a blessing to see the impact that we have on the rest of the community On the volunteers. Well. We do. I've had other volunteers in here crying that have come in here, the ladies that help the kids get you know pick out clothes yes. and get dressed mm-hmm. they're totally touched by the experience of leading these kids through the store and it's like having a personal shopper it makes the community a better place all the way around because it teaches us to be kind and gentle to your neighbor it really does you see the need and how can you not help and what a great commodity that is you no know, we were um quick trying to oh yeah how many how many kids we, yeah we have a whopping over 130,000 children that we've what? served since 2008 i wanted to make sure that we gave you the most up to date 130,000 kids yes. and karina started this in her garage her garage so the first year maybe she clothed 20 kids and now it's a hundred and how many 130,000. Okay, that just blows my mind. She's it a, just shows you how... She's a dynamo. She's she is. very passionate. And she does not like to come on the radio. No. She's a behind-the-scenes gal. It's because she's very humble about her yes, service she is. as well. She is, absolutely. Well, I want to... Bethany, you're the marketing and PR manager, and you're new. I mean, new-ish. And so what has your experience been like? I mean, here these kids are coming in, many of them tattered clothes, old clothes, used clothes, inappropriate clothes, not warm enough clothes, not having school supplies, they don't have a backpack, and you see them walk through the doors, um, and then they leave with a smile, and, and they have bags of things that they can wear to school the next day so that they're warm enough, you know, for the fall weather that's coming. I think that fulfillment is just like the overwhelming feeling that you get working at a precious child. 
I came in originally as a volunteer. I had applied just to be a volunteer and brand new to Colorado and they called me up and it was actually Lysandra who was so excited to talk to me and she was like, um, are you interested in a job? And I interviewed the very next day. Really? Talked with them about their mission, saw the resource center and just the good that they do and agreed pretty much immediately. Wow. To take the job. And I, I met you, I think, on your first day. So this was like a surprise job. You're like was, Leon. <laughs> and how cool, though. I just think God works in interesting ways. In my own mind, I see that people are put together and doors open and opportunities to bring people with like hearts um, together to help these kids. Definitely. It's been a whirlwind and such a blessing to be around such good people doing good things on a daily basis. Yeah. I never knew something like marketing and graphic design could really change the world for the better. Like, and Well, and we mentioned that you guys need volunteers, and so that's always. a big part of what you need. You also need donations, um, and, and not just kids' clothing. You help the parents as well, um, and other items. I know I remember there was a mom in, and you guys were helping her with a car, and maybe even beds that people need as they're setting up a home if they're coming from homelessness. So I want to talk a little bit, uh, Lysandra, about what your needs are right now. And if you love kids and you'd like to help the kids, and, be, and you like fashion and you want to put outfits together, exactly. what a perfect job it'd be to volunteer at a precious child and help the kids pick out clothing. Absolutely. I think the um, the great thing is it's really easy to get involved. Three simple ways. Volunteer, donate your items. We always are in need of children's clothing, adult clothing, baby clothing, formula, diaper, baby wipes, school supplies, sports equipment, etc. Oh, sports equipment. That's expensive. That's a great it idea. It is. We have a Give Sports program um, that really helps to put a kid in the game. We provide scholarships for sports opportunities it's, for it's children. Expensive. It is very expensive. And on top of that, we have sports equipment that we try to get into the hands of kids as well. And so anyone is encouraged to visit our website and you can click on the link that says get involved and you can sign up to be a volunteer right on our page. We have many, many different opportunities. As we said, everything from administrative work to helping with an event to actually sorting the donations and getting them out onto the store floor and working with the children and families that come in to help them find the best attire or items yeah, for them. Yeah, hands And so on. you can sign up then. And then in addition to that, of course, monetary contributions are what keep us going. Right. We're very fortunate that we were able to bring on for the first time ever a marketing and PR manager yeah, to beautiful. help get the word out even further into the yeah. community. So visit well, our hopefully website. Hopefully I can help you guys even more with that. So we're going to keep working on that this year to get the Absolutely. word out about what you need. Because obviously as winter gets close, we need winter clothing. And, you know, for school times, you need, you know, backpack and school supplies. So how do people find you? What's the website, Lysandra? www.apreciouschild.org. Apreciouschild.org. Excellent. Thank you all so much for coming in. What a blessing. Thank, Thank you, you, Angie. Always love talking about a precious child. We'll be right back with the good news. You guys are good news. Worship through wonderful music, impactful sermons, and inspirational talk programs. Where Love Lives, 810 KLVZ. This is a good place. I really like it. 
This is Eric. He's an ambassador with ARC Thrift Stores. Yeah, I started at the Brick Break and sorting the different Brick Break stuff also. Then I went to the showcase and then I got hired to be a cashier. He knows that with hard work and dedication that he will advance in the workplace because he also knows. They trust you to do a good job. And he loves where he works. I'm the opening cashier, so I'm there from 8 a.m. to 4.30 and I have to make sure the registers are ready to go. The right tags are on the computer so we could get the right discounts on there and make sure there's enough bags. Support ambassadors like Eric and the differently abled people in your community by shopping at ARC Thrift Stores. It's a very good place. It's Everybody's real positive and it feels good to be around that. ARC needs your donations of gently used clothing and household items. To find the most convenient donation station, donation box, or ARC Thrift Store location, go to arcthrift.com. That's arcthrift.com. Yeah, overall I'm very happy and thankful, like I said, about ARC. Hey, it's Angie Austin with the good news. I would love for you to come to our women's conference on October 3rd. Michelle, Ron, what are we going to talk about? Oh, we're going to talk about fabulous things to make you better every single day. And I'm going to talk about attitude and choices. Make the choice to come. You'll be glad. And I'm going to talk about becoming a victor rather than a victim. And with some stories from my childhood and what I overcame, that I hope will help and touch you. Robbie Yopes, you went last year. You'll be the MC this year. What was it like last year? Life-changing. It was amazing. Please come. Don't miss out on this. Invest in yourself. And Tyra, you're my favorite singer in the United States of America, and you're going to be singing for us. How is it to be involved this year? It is exciting. I can't wait to see what God's going to do. He's going to do something pretty darn awesome. Amen. I was my dream to have like a Women of Faith Denver type event, and that's what we had last year, and we're having it again this year. It's on October 3rd. If you're feeling low, if you're feeling blue, if you need to pick me up, if you need a hug from Jesus, please come. Go to AngieAustinRadio.com. Click on Upcoming Events. When achieving your dreams is a bit more difficult than you thought, Infinite Nation is here to help. Carrie Conley is the co-creator of Infinite Nation, and she knows that when your vision is big enough, you can create infinite success. Go to InfiniteNation.com to learn more about the upcoming Vision is Victory workshop on August 27th and get your tickets. During this all-day event, Carrie will teach you how easy it is to get yourself on the right path to making your big dreams a reality. She will show you how to reconnect with and clarify your vision and create measurable and achievable goals for the short and long-term success. If you are unable to attend the Vision is Victory event on August 27th, you can still make your dreams a reality by requesting a free Vision Check phone call with Carrie Conley. She will help you discover how easy it is to get yourself on the journey to achieve your dreams. Call 720-331-8693, 720-331-8693, and go to InfiniteNation.com. Hi, it's Angie Austin. Have you ever thought about mentoring someone? Well, guess what? We need you. The Denver Rescue Mission needs mentors for kids and adults. Hello, Alexa with the Denver Rescue Mission. So how can we help you? Uh, You can sign up to be a mentor for a child or an adult, um, people who are um, in one of the Denver Rescue Mission programs. um, And you basically sign up at denverrescuemission.org. And for mentoring, there's a little bit more involved. You may have to do a background check in some of those things. But it's a, a few times a month commitment. And you can spend, you know, an hour or so with a kiddo or an adult and really pour into their lives a little bit when they've come from some some situations in their lives and just be a friend. Yeah, be a friend. And you've been mentoring someone and you find mentoring that young gal very satisfying. I do. I'm mentoring a 14 year old girl and it's been just a blast. So I really encourage you to, you know, look into it. And give us your website again. DenverRescueMission.org. 810 KLVZ. 
Brighton, Denver, Boulder. A Crawford Broadcasting Station. Welcome back to the good news. I don't know about you, but something about having a family kind of retreat. I'm envious of people that have mountain cabins and getaways, but we kind of have our own. We joke around that YMC the Rockies really is our family cabin per se, because I actually think that what what we do when we're up at YMC the Rockies is even more fun than if we had our own cabin because they have so many built-in things. We have Martha Sortland joining us. And Martha, you know I'm a little bit addicted to YMC the Rockies. I'm like your biggest fan, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm actually kind of going through withdrawals because I've been trying to find a weekend to come up because we had, like, I would say one of our best family weekends in the fall when we went up. And we did that. Um, you guys have a, it's kind of like a survival class. And we had to build, um, build a shelter. And our family built the best shelter of all the families. That's great. That's, that's good to know that you have those skills. <laughs> right, just in case we're ever stranded in the middle of nowhere, we can build a fabulous shelter for a family of five. And my husband's six six, and even he fit in. All right, so let's talk about some of the things you guys have coming up because this isn't just like a cabin or a room. This is a really great deal for your family, and all kinds of activities are included in the weekend. And you guys even have some special things coming up. Two locations, one in Estes Park, and then the Snow Mountain Ranch uh, location that's up closer to Granby. So let's talk about the special weekends first yeah so at Estes Park we have um, Elk Fest weekend and that's October 2 through the 4th uh, and the town celebrates Elk Fest with tons of activities downtown and in the park uh, and then we're celebrating it as well on grounds we'll have um, educational talks elk watching hikes um, activities for younger kids uh, in addition to the activities that we usually have during that time and just so people know, when she talks about being Elk Fest, they come onto the grounds at YMC. I have a video from last fall, and at Moose, you probably remember this. It was like shared, like I, I, unbelievable. I've never had that many thousands of views. And what happened, Martha, is we were driving up by the cabins, right? And so the male elk came down, but the female elk had already crossed the road. So our vehicle was in between the male and all of the women. So it walked towards our car. And you know, you have to drive really slow. You don't want to bother them. I never get out because I don't need to be going on my family vacation and he bugled into my car window and it was unbelievable because he was basically saying get out of the way you're blocking me from the ladies <laughs> yeah the, the elk are so cool to watch this time of year it's really amazing all right, and when she mentions Elk Fest and the educational things, one of the things we've done with the kids is we do an animal tracking class, and you'll go out and uh, you'll look for, like, fur that's stuck on the side of a tree or, like, in the grass, and um, unfortunately you look for scat, and you have a scat board so the kids can figure out what scat looks like. And by the way, it's candy. It's not real scat. And um, so, and then besides the survival class, and there's orienteering, there's skating, there's um, sledding in the winter, but also summer sledding at one of the locations. I mean, you guys have something for everyone. One. And most of the activities don't cost any additional. Like when you go skating, you just go grab your roller skates or ice skates, whichever one, you know, depending on the time of year. Right now it would be roller. And you just grab them and you skate. They don't say, and by the way, you have to pay us more money. And I have to tell you, Martha, as a parent, that is so refreshing because almost everything the kids want to do, like the putt-putt golf, I don't have to break out my, my wallet and, and spend more. Yeah, yeah. So many activities are free for staying on property with us. All right, so what's the other event? We've got um, at Estes Park, Elk Fest weekend, and that's October 2 through 4th. And then what else do you have? We have Fall Fest at Snow Mountain Ranch, and that's going to be um, every weekend in October. And, and What kinds of things will we do at Fall Fest? 
We'll have hay rides, uh, square dancing, pumpkin carving, a carnival, um, campfires and s'mores, uh, movies in your PJs, uh, cookie decorating, and a scarecrow building contest. Oh, my goodness. I've been to one of the winter ones with my kids. And what also I think, Martha, is one of the overlooked, and maybe not overlooked by you guys, but overlooked by people coming, they don't realize how wonderful the young people are. A lot of the Christian young people are kids that came there with their families as kids, or maybe they came for a Christian camp, and then they teach all these classes for our kids. And so it's so refreshing to talk to these wonderful, really clean-living young people who then teach a lot of these courses to the families while we're there. So I love love that part. All right, Martha, where do we go for more info? You can go to ymcarockies.org and snowmountainranch.org. And a lot of times it's less than $100 a night. And you, if you stay in the uh, lodge rooms, you get breakfast as well. They've got all kinds of great deals. So check it out. Thank you, Martha. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at angieaustinradio.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.